The stimulus to protect our skin and keep our skin young and healthy with melanin, which is the body's natural protection, is the light that hits the eye. So we put on sunglasses and we trick our brain and then the brain can't protect the skin and the rest of the body properly and we create more damage, increased risk of skin cancer, increased risk of sunburn, increased risk of wrinkles and all these things. All right, everyone, welcome to Heal Thyself. Man, thank you for joining the show. As always, ready for this knowledge bomb. A lot of you don't even know that a simple intervention like singing can change your life, right? And a lot of you are like, oh, well, I sing. I sing in the car and I sing in my shower. No, truly singing, hearing your voice can actually change your life, especially your gut health. How many of you, I remember I was a practice, I used to have people come in every single day asking me for better gut health and I'm going through bloating and I have constipation and I have diarrhea and I have heartburn and I have more bloating. The thing is, is that we are overlooking some of the healthiest, easiest interventions that we can do. And I'm gonna to talk to you how singing is essential for your mental health also. You may know this already, you may not, but I'm gonna talk about the science of it. I'm also going to interview a friend of mine, now this is his second time on the show, Matt Maruka. he's a founder of Raw Optics, and he is an expert on all things light. He is so in tune and in the know, especially scientifically, about why the sun is so important. Even the things that we're not even talking about yet, Matt's been on years in advance, so he's gonna come give us the updates on things like sun, sunblock, sun cancer, should we be wearing sunglasses, period? And he's gonna talk about what the importance of light and light signals do for our whole system, physical, mental, emotional. And we're gonna go down the spirituality aspect of it. Of course, it's a holistic show. We gotta hit all sides of who you are. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us wanna look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier and you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best and they're always at health events and people are loving them and their quality. Alitura Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you ask me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products. GHKCU and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alituria Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it. With all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, 
our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's Liver Detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's Liver Detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trafalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that has been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. Okay, so look, singing is essential to your health. Did you even know that? There's a reason why I tell just about every one of my emotional release clients that they have to sing, especially after every single session we're sitting down and I immediately notice a commonality in all of my clients is that their vocal cords are contracted, their voice and expression is so suppressed and they're having so many issues even expressing themselves in an emotional release session. So. I came to the conclusion, we need to sing and open our voice more because singing is as powerful for your physical health as it is your mental health. Now, I wanna talk about this. Can singing help your gut health? Yep, it sure can. And if you ain't singing your favorite tune on the daily, you may be missing the most powerful remedy for a compromised gut. Now, you heard of the vagus nerve. I did a whole show on it, episode number 79. And here I explain why vagal health is essential for gut health, mental health, and just overall safety. Now, the vagus nerve is also a key portion of your parasympathetic rest and digest nervous system. It exerts its influence on proper digestion, heart rate, right? Heart rate variability being a really good measure of the vagal tone, and even breathing. So why is singing so essential? The vagus nerve is connected to the vocal cords. The more you stimulate and tone, the better your capacity to regulate your stress response and ultimately to a healthier nervous system. The higher the vagal tone, the better your nervous system health, the better your nervous system health, the better your gut health, immune health, hormone health, and ultimately mental health. Vagal tone is inherited from mom. So if mom was stressed, anxious, depressed, had poor gut health, chances are that you've inherited it too. But you ain't doomed, you never are my friends. So it's also not just singing music, it's hearing music. The vagus nerve is near the ear. So it's stimulated when you hear music and simultaneously sing with it. Which side note is why you need to listen to relaxing music and that's essential to your health. When you sing, you target the vagus nerve and that increases vagal tone. So that means you have a stronger, more resilient nervous system and you inhibit cytokine production. That's helping reduce inflammation. 
When you hit the vagus nerve with electrical impulses, it positively affects different areas in the brain that have to do with mood. And it may have a possible antidepressant effect overall. Now, it makes sense. Who's depressed while singing? It can also increase feel-good chemicals like serotonin and dopamine. Serotonin, increasing peristalsis in the gut, in the intestines, helping your appetite, helping regulate sleep. And the more serotonin in the gut that's being released, the more activation and more release of dopamine from the vagus nerve. That's the feel-good reward chemical. This is why you feel so damn good when you sing and maybe even a little hungry after. Vagal stimulation through something like singing can be helpful for a multitude of digestive disorders like inflammatory bowel disease and IBS. It's because there's a bi-directional communication between the brain and the gut. So here is the Dr. G six-minute ritual recommendation for healing your gut and bettering your mental health. So do an inhalation for six seconds and then hold for two. And then breathe out slowly for eight seconds. Do that five times. Now you got your vagus nerve ready for singing. So put on some sort of music, and if you're extra brave, just go a cappella with no music and start to create your art. Do the art of your singing without judgment, without expectation. Hear your voice, listen to your voice, right? We so often suppress our expression of who we are. Our voice, when it comes to our expression, is everything. If you're afraid to speak up, to hear the sound of your voice louder than normal, then you're holding back. If you're afraid to sing because someone told you your voice is terrible and it feels vulnerable, then you're holding back. Expand your belly and let your voice come from your root. Let it resonate up and let it come out of your throat. The more comfortable you are in hearing yourself and others hearing you, the more you are opening that bottleneck of the body's emotional highway, which is the throat. The more you suppress your voice, the more you feel that lump in your throat, the more you close up that highway for authentic expression of your emotions. If you were taught that speaking wasn't safe, that using your voice isn't safe, that your words, that your music shouldn't be shared, here's your chance to heal that deep, deep wound. Singing, no matter how you sound, is the key to self-expression, and self-expression is the key to authenticity. And authenticity, my friends, well, that is the sole root of health. So there you have it. Take some time. Just do it today. Whether it's in your car, whether it's in your shower, whether it is in your closet, whether it's in an empty house or a house full of people, sing. Sing, sing, sing. Take 10 minutes, do one song, take one minute. Take a five minute song, sing it, but really, really let your voice be heard. If you sing at a three out of 10 and that's comfortable for you, double it. Go to a six out of 10. If you're four out of 10, go to an eight out of 10. Five, go to 10 out of 10. It doesn't matter. Let yourself hear your voice to the point where you go, ooh, that's a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe the neighbors are gonna hear me. Maybe, um, no, maybe the person next to me is gonna hear me. Regardless of that feeling, let yourself be heard because the road to healing your digestive and mental health and really just your authentic expression is going to using your voice authentically and powerfully because you are so damn powerful. All right, let's get Matt on the show. I can't wait to talk to him. Listen, he's talking about something we're exposed to every single day, the sun. How much should we be exposed to the sun? How much should we get exposed to the sun before sunburn? Should we use sunblock? What about skin cancer? When should we be seeing the sun? What are the hacks to really, really helping our health when it comes to the sun? It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience a brew that's not only delicious, 
but it's also health focus. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best, and it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well-being. I'm going to tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in that process is rooted in health-focused principles backed by solid scientific research-based rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty-grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity. And this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy boosting compounds with every sip. Purity Coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health, animal welfare, and community well-being. They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roast with sweet fruity notes and their dark roast with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day, creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been Opened and I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights. And these are staples. And, I, and not just me, I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle, staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen, it's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. All right, everyone, today's special guest, second time on the show. When I bring someone on the show again, they're bringing some very special information into this world. Matt Maruka, founder of Raw Optics and the creator of The Light Diet, is going to drop some amazing light bombs on us. And on the first show, he blew our minds with understanding how blue light affects our eyes and our overall health. We really went into the nitty gritty, but man, 
I haven't seen this guy in two years. Welcome on the show, Matt Maruka. Thank you, Christian. I appreciate it. Yeah, and for those who are listening and can't view, you walked in with this epic, beaded, sachet thing on your neck and your body of a lion. And it's like the most beautiful thing I saw, I've, I've seen <laughs> in so long. Uh, but just statement piece. And, and, I, and I, what, why, what, what is it about this piece that you're wearing that, that made you put it on? So it represents to me the lion. So I'm a Leo. I was born on August 12th, kind of right dead in the middle of lion season. And it just, you know, there's an energy of power and sort of going after things with a ferocity and an intensity that really calls to me. Uh, not shying away from the challenges of life, not backing down from fear and perceived obstacles, but leaning into them. And then the beauty of it is the fact that it contains all of the colors of the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and violet, which is very pertinent to our discussion because I'm interested in everyone getting all of the colors of the rainbow because we are colored beings. We're beings of light. And the sun is, in a way, a painter that gives us, you know, the opportunity to exist through its color and through its energy. And so when we are exposed to full spectrum sunlight, meaning containing all the colors like natural daylight, we can develop into a full spectrum colored being. Mm. And when we are not in the sun, as we can see in people who are very, very pale, often people who are very depressed, people who end up doing really horrible things, like the things we're seeing happening in the country, typically, not always, these are people who are very, very deprived of sunlight energy and their bodies are failing to function. Interesting that when you put it that way, right? Like the woes of the world are really driven from a disconnection to nature. And this is where you and I really meet about this. It's like coming back to nature in our natural state is the first thing you do when you go on your quote unquote health journey. You gotta get back to who you are, including back to the sun, back to sunsets, sunrise, midday sun, feet on the ground, all the stuff that you live like since <laughs> already a few years. But I wanna ask you a question. What role does the sun or light play in cancer? Thank you for asking. So it's a really interesting question. And one of the things I have to say first is that it doesn't seem that people consider how common cancer is today. Like, for example, I'm, uh, I'm with people, all kinds of different people all the time, friends, family, celebrities, influencers. And there's a common conversation of like, this person got cancer, this person got cancer. Like, it's just really, really shockingly common. The news is always talking about this. And we've, we've accepted cancer as something that's totally like normal, and it's not. It is absolutely not normal, and people, I believe, need to reject the idea that cancer is something that's normal. So as far as how light affects cancer, well, it's in one way it's simple, in other ways it can be complex, but light controls the function of our mitochondria, our cellular engines, and mitochondria control the activity of autophagy, which is the repair of damaged cells, and apoptosis, which is killing cells when they're beyond repair. And the only time a cell can really become cancerous is when autophagy and especially apoptosis no longer function, because otherwise those cancer cells would either be repaired or taken out, unable to spread crazily. So by getting sunlight and improving the function of our mitochondria, which is what light does, 
our biology naturally prevents cancer, we can stay cancer-free. And you can see this in vitamin D levels. Above certain natural vitamin D levels, cancer is extremely rare, if not altogether non-existent. On the other hand, total deficiency of sunlight, among other things, toxins, allows a great environment for cancer to thrive. Mm. It's a powerful statement because when you think about, especially even think about colon cancer, a study I read a while ago talking about vitamin D levels directly correlated to cancer, colon cancer. And I was like, huh, equatorial. Yeah. I was like, the, the less sun that people are getting plays a major, major role. And it's not just vitamin D. It's just, as you were talking about, mitochondrial health. Yeah, and I'm so glad you say this. So vitamin D is a proxy for natural sunlight exposure. So someone who I'm not familiar with, uh, if there's a tremendous amount of studies on this particular subject, but I would imagine that someone who supplemented vitamin D wouldn't have the same results because they're just pumping it into their blood. It's actually been shown to be toxic. The primary ingredient, uh, cholecalciferol in vitamin D supplements, is apparently a primary ingredient in rat poison. I'm not sure why, but uh, people can think for themselves about that kind of thing. And so th the sun gives us so much more than vitamin D. It's giving us the release of nitric oxide in our cells, which va uh, vasodilates our blood vessels so blood can flow more freely, naturally lowers people's heart rates. And we see all these people with heart problems today while they're deficient in sunlight. You know, the sun, it stimulates our body's rhythm through our eye and our brain, which literally controls the timing of every single cell in the body, hundreds of trillions of reactions every single second. In fact, far more than that. It's a 50 to 100 trillion cells with 100,000 reactions per second. So, and that timing is primarily led by the sun. So it's, it's not just about vitamin D, but that is an easy test people can do if they're not supplementing to see their body's level of assimilation of light and yes, when we have a lot of light, we're gonna function better, generally speaking, and when we don't, our cells are gonna go pretty haywire. Which makes sense, right. And, and I love uh, the work that you do because you're not talking about eating dirt, you're talking about literally the sun, the, the, the very thing we evolved with. It stands to believe that we have a deeper connection and relationship with it, way more than we ever will know in science. Um, when you talk about the different inputs coming from the sun more than vitamin D, it makes sense that our body's like, oh, no, no, we need you to function. It's not like it's a choice like, oh, today I'll get some sun. It's like, no, I need to be getting sun every single day. Mm -hmm. So naturally, I'm going to ask you the question, doesn't the sun cause cancer? No. So it's, a, it's really interesting that that's come to be a common belief. So there was a study done out of Sweden with about 516 Swedish women over a 20-year period. So it started as a melanoma study, and they had three groups. The women who intentionally took the most sun, the women who just had a moderate amount of sun exposure, and then the women who, it was all women, the women who avoided the sun the, intentionally. Uh, after 20 years, the women who intentionally avoided sun had significantly more cancer, a significantly, not just cancer, but an increased risk of death from all causes. So all cause mortality. It was something to the tune of double or triple increased risk of death from all diseases, whether it was colon cancer or Alzheimer's disease. And so that one study is a pretty large sample as well for that long of a study from an epidemiological perspective. It's very significant. And so uh, it came to my mind not long ago because I was at a store, a, a smoothie store, where they have all these books on the shelf. And one of the books was called Get the Bleep Out of the Sun uh, with the, the negative word. And 
I just want to draw attention to that simply because, and, and nothing against the author in them, but it's, it's spreading. It's a modern repackaging, just like, you know, some people like you and I are trying to take ancient wisdom and repackage it in a way that's cool and familiar. It's taking something that's, that's not true and repackaging it, trying to make it cool. And it, it really, uh, I posted a little bit on Instagram and then I kind of changed my, my, my tone because I realized I had reacted a little bit more than I needed to. However, the reason it bothered me is because there's a lot of susceptible young women and people of all kinds mm -hmm. who believe this uh, information from the beauty world and the dermatologists that the sun's going to cause skin cancer, it's going to make them age and get super wrinkled. And yes, if you constantly overexpose yourself to the sun, yeah, you can have that effect. However, it's a, it's a superficial thing in the most literal sense of the world, superficial me superficial meaning surface layer because you're focusing on trying to keep the surface layer of the the skin the body uh, in its like most pristine possible state by keeping out of the sun at the expense of the function of literally every single cell and organ system in the entire body so it's soup it's the most superficial way of, of thinking and i don't say that as a, as a sort of chastising these people but just simply as a call to the awareness that this information is not sound Mm -hmm. Which is really, really powerful statement, because if you think of the consciousness of not only most people, but in medicine, we're saying, if you step out of your house, you better put on sunblock, but make sure you put it on your face. I mean, I could think of a doctor right now who's all over Instagram, who's every other day posting about sunblock. Make sure you cover every piece of skin with it. It is the best thing you can do for your health. I've had some words, <laughs> but regardless, when we put on sunblock, are we completely blocking all of the benefits from the sun? Uh, partially, partially. So yes and no, I would say. So you're not blocking all of the spectrum of light. Otherwise, you know, the only way to block all the light would be like covering yourself with black or something right. like that. What's happening is we're selectively cutting out ultraviolet, the higher energy wavelengths of light. And so this is, this is problematic for a few reasons. So starting with sunscreen, the first major issue is the chemical aspect of sunscreen. And so people put sunscreen on and then it disappears. Well, where did it go? It, it actually all absorbs into people's bloodstreams. And so these chemicals are, are toxic already. And last year there was a major recall of sunscreens containing benzene, a chemical that's found to be carcinogenic. It's one of many in sunscreen. Now, it's very well known to chemists and anyone who studies uh, physics and chemistry that anytime you expose substances to ultraviolet light that are unstable, because it's high energy light, ultraviolet, it knocks electrons off the orbitals of those of those substances, making them more unstable. And what that means when a substance is unstable, it's lacking electrons, it wants to steal electrons from something. Those are called free radicals. And those cause tremendous amount of cellular havoc. So you're literally putting on unstable chemicals that are already toxic in their, let's say, semi-stable form. They're being irradiated by ultraviolet light. They're becoming more unstable. They're turning into more toxic versions of themselves. They're absorbing into people's bloodstreams and they're causing huge cellular problems inside. So I would, I would go to the point that I believe sunscreen, sunblock is much more of a contributor to cancer than a pre preventer of cancer. Then when we look at the fact that since the message started to be preached that sunlight causes skin cancer, only more and more people 
have gotten skin cancer. Since the effort to eliminate sunlight from our lives, skin cancer rates, eye cancer rates, all, all sorts are, I should say, issues with the eyes as a result that they claim are the result of sunlight, such as cataracts and so on. These have skyrocketed since people began wearing more sunglasses and since people began wearing more sunblock. So yes, I would say of the benefits of sun, not only is it directly negative to put on sunscreen. Yes, it's blocking the benefits of the sun in a big way because you can't get the ultraviolet light. You can't make vitamin D. You're not getting the nitric oxide release. Uh, you don't put sunscreen on your eyes, so you can still get a circadian stimulus from the sun. And potentially, you could get benefits of near-infrared light and red and blue and green that aren't blocked. But it's not an overall good scene. Mm. Powerful information because we, we think about how many people have sunblock in their bag, right? Especially in the summer, they're pulling it out and applying it and reapplying it. And then when we go to the beach, we're lathering it on the whole time. It's interesting, I, I was reading a study a few years ago about uh, sunblock and then mixing with the chemicals in a pool, the chlorine, causing toxic byproducts for the people. And we're like, whoa, that, that's a surprise. But it makes sense. It also makes sense too. Um, so. I mean, it's a pretty bold statement to say that, but I'm behind you because I fully believe in that. So then how do we, quote unquote, protect ourselves from the sun? Because you had mentioned being in the sun too much can cause the superficial damage. What about the people who are like, I don't want to get wrinkles, I don't want to get sunspots. Is there a way to find a balance to protect our outer layer as well? Yeah, absolutely, certainly. So uh, this is going to get really interesting here. So, <laughs> uh, so first of all, I have a comparison to make. So we can think about oxygen. So oxygen is one of the most volatile, unstable, aggressive chemicals in all nature. And it was not until certain bacteria came along that evolved that were able to utilize oxygen that it became something that life could benefit from as opposed to something that was very antagonistic to the existence of stable compounds needed to have life. And so to ask how do we protect ourselves from sun, just to flip the understanding of it, to me would be like asking how do we protect ourselves from oxygen? It's, it's very similar in, its, um, in the fundamental, that's how I see it. Now the reason, it's not a bad question. Uh, the answer to both questions is that our body does it for us. So we are protected from oxygen. We have cell membranes that are designed to protect us from the, you know, the oxidative damage caused by oxygen in the air. And in the same way, our cell membranes protect us from sunlight. We have mechanisms that regulate how much oxygen we breathe so it's not too much. So in the same way, we have mechanisms inbuilt into our body. This is probably the best analogy I've ever thought of. I can't believe this is coming right now, but it's perfect timing. So I've, I've never used this before. But as a matter of fact, our body has mechanisms to prevent ourself from getting too much sun. It's, it's just a feeling of overheating. Now, the best way to ruin and short-circuit these mechanisms is wearing sunglasses because the body loses its ability to sense the amount of light in the environment and people get burnt and they damage their skin. They also damage their eyes because the sunglasses block out ultraviolet light. So then they have a super high energy blue light that's still passing through, which is also damaging to the eyes, can cause cataracts and so on. And then they are, uh, the, the absence of that ultraviolet stimulus that causes the pupil to contract is what does that. It lets in too much of the high energy of the other colors. Additionally, the UVB light, there's very clear research and studies to show that ultraviolet B light 
on our eye, on our retina, is the stimulus for the production of a hormone called alpha MSH or alpha melanocyte stimulating hormone. And for lay people, that's the hormone that the brain produces that tells the whole body to start making more melanocytes, which are the cells that make melanin, which is the pigment that protects ourselves. That's, again, stimulated by sunlight, the stuff they say is bad, UVB, on the eye. And so the stimulus to protect our skin and keep our skin young and healthy with melanin, which is the body's natural protection, is the light that hits the eye. So we put on sunglasses and we trick our brain. And then the brain can't protect the skin and the rest of the body properly. And we create more damage, increased risk of skin cancer, increased risk of sunburn, increased risk of wrinkles and all these things. Melanin is an unbelievable molecule. It's been studied thoroughly. And I've probably only scratched the surface of the research that's out there. It's like lifetimes of work for many different scientists who do nothing but study it. But to give kind of a surface level, what melanin does is it takes, it absorbs high energy light and then it turns it into basically near-infrared light. So it turns high-energy light, which is damaging, don't get me wrong, too much ultraviolet light is, can be damaging for sure. It turns it into really healing, beneficial near-infrared light, heat, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it, it makes the, the, let's say, less good stuff for us, the stuff if we get too much can be damaging, into something really good. So as far as how to protect ourselves, the first is just don't do the things that override our body's natural protection mechanism. So don't wear sunglasses. If you're out in a place where it's overly bright and you feel like you need to put sunglasses on, okay, you can, but your skin should be covered too and not with sunblock because we've already established it's toxic. It should be covered with clothing. Like any cloth, uh, you know, darker will reflect more sun or will prevent it. Like white lets more light through, like a light cotton like I wear, only white for a few reasons, because it's simple and I don't have to think about what I'm gonna wear, but also white light cotton lets more light through. So even if I have to walk around and have a shirt on. So that's one, would be just don't do the things that harm our body's natural protection uh, in, in the realm of sunglasses. Secondly, another really important thing to do to protect from sun would be listen to your body's heat exposure. So in other words, or your temperature. So if you're in the sun, you get really hot, definitely get out. You know, if you're burning, get out. That's another thing, like burning when I mean you're hot. Another really, uh, there's a few other really important things we could do. So getting morning and afternoon sunlight, which is more of the infrared and the warmer colors. That's why they say like golden hour, you look really good because it's more of the reds and the oranges. And near infrared, there's actually evidence to show that it sort of preconditions our skin to be prepared to absorb and handle the light in the middle of the day. And it makes sense if you think biologically in nature, any human who lived in nature outdoors, the sun comes up and they're getting that light, especially in the summer when it's hot. They're getting that light and it's setting their brain and body in motion. And every organ system, and the skin's the largest organ in the body, takes time and energy to get going. And so when we get that morning light, it's giving the energy and, and time for the skin to prepare itself. The skin also has to get going and then it's prepared later in the day for midday sun and it can handle it. So many people, what they'll do is they'll just go and be inside all morning like we do. They drink a lot of alcohol, which is another thing not to do. They'll sleep in late, they'll wake up and they'll go cook themselves in the sun. That's a no-go. Uh, other things people can do, of course, is eat a really healthy diet. So like eat healthy foods, natural foods, avoid like refined processed seed oils, of course, because these get into our cell membranes, cause problems. And then the last thing to do, I would say, and my absolute favorite is the, the this is a great question for you. So are you familiar with what is keeping the earth from being completely incinerated in a flash second from all the power that's coming off the sun? 
The ozone layer. It's the ozone, but it's also the magnetic field of the Earth primarily, because the, the sun has these flares, and when they hit the top of the magnetic field where it's weaker, they cause the northern lights and the aurora borealis. Now, so this, that's a magnetic field is actually preventing the solar flares from just scorching the Earth and, and keeping things functioning. So our body also has a field. In fact, our field has a body would be a better way of putting it. I've come to believe that the field is who we are, the energy field, and I'd love to get into this. But so by strengthening our field, which means not putting all of our energy and attention on negative emotions and stressors, because then our field shrinks, our focus goes down, and we're producing hormones of stress from all that energy. We're using that energy to make these hormones of stress. By not doing that, and by basically choosing to be a happier person, we strengthen our field and our bodies actually, if you can imagine, more protected from the light of the sun. Man, it's you like gave us things. the lowdown. That is like, that. I hope everyone who's listening or viewing took notes on that because those are so simple. You're literally asking us to wake up in the morning, get some sun, protect ourselves, don't wear sunglasses, cover ourselves if we need to, and be happy. You know, like, <laughs> they, like eat healthy food and be happy. Oh, like, what a surprise, right? Um, and, and that benefits so much more, but it's like how powerful that information is. And it's interesting to go back to Melon, and I was reading a few years ago about migratory birds who, who are on long, long migrations apparently use melanin as a source of energy for themselves, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Like, they're, they're just like, I'm not going to eat today. I'm just going to use melanin. Um, so there was, I know that there, that's when the research was getting really hot, so I haven't looked back lately, but I'm sure that it's on fire right now. Mm, yeah. But um, yeah, thanks for that information, because it's so important. It, it's, and it resonates with me. I stopped wearing sunglasses a long time ago, except if it goes in my outfit. If it goes in my outfit, then I'm going to wear it. <laughs> but functionally, I don't wear it. I always, I always told people, I'm like, no, the sun's going to hit my eyes. It's for a reason, right? And, and, and thinking about the things you said, it's like it tricks the body. The sunblock tricks the body. The sunglasses trick the body, right? There's signals that we need to experience. So the body goes, up, oh, too much sun, too much sun, too much sun, too much sun, up, oh, done. You know, start overheating, start feeling uncomfortable, go inside. Um, and, and to think that, like, something we think is protecting us is doing the opposite. Powerful. All right, so I want to bring up this part. Uh, a lot of people ask me, they're like, hey, Dr. G, uh, I don't have much time to get out in the morning. Um, and then in midday, I'm in the office and I can't move. I have a beautiful window in my office, though. Does that count when the sun is beaming on and I feel it's hot? My, my skin is getting hot. Does that count? Yeah, no, it doesn't. So basically, the sun in its pure form, you know, filtered through our atmosphere, of course, that's what we've evolved with. And that's what we call the full spectrum of sunlight, meaning it has the full rainbow. And so, you know, we're in California, people buy full spectrum CBD, things like that. It has like all the stuff you want. Now, that's not my personal thing, but for some it might be. But the sun, it, it's, it's similar, let's say. And so when we have windows, now the oldest windows were actually better, like the oldest forms of glass. They still block some of the ultraviolet and some of the infrared part of the light, but they let through a good amount. There are certain plastics and certain other materials that are not really commercially available, although we're working on that, that do let through more of a full spectrum of light. But in general, modern windows block out significant portions of the spectrum of light. And so people know the rainbow, as I mentioned, as per my garment that I'm wearing here that earlier on, 
Christian nicely pointed out, it has all the colors, red through violet, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet. Well, the two other colors that are in the sun's spectrum that we can't see are infrared and ultraviolet. So infrared is before the red and ultraviolet is after. And these are the only colors we don't see for vision. Now, it's interesting, they do so many things in our body that I've heard some really smart researchers posit that the reason we don't see them is because it would confuse our system if the things that are controlling, they're kind of like the main levers for controlling biology. If we saw them, we would constantly have a, a crazy flow of uh, colors that would impair our ability to function. And so it's actually been said, there's a guy who painted uh, the haystacks, I'm forgetting his name, but a really famous artist who painted haystacks. And he was sort of, I think he was said as crazy, but the haystacks had all these colors. And this particular expert I was following actually theorized that it was because he had, with the issues he had with his health, he actually saw ultraviolet and it made that some normal object would look like super trippy in its uh. colors. And so, and, and to be more specific, ultraviolet light, and one of the other ways, you know, just going back to the earlier point, one of the other ways that ultraviolet is, we can understand it's not causing skin cancer, which is what they say, these, these dermatologists and doctors and so on, is that there's clear evidence showing that how our cells communicate and in fact, for example, something as foundational to life as the stimulus for cell division, mitosis, is pulses of extreme low frequency ultraviolet light that's shortened to ELF, ultra or UV light. And so our cells literally are communicating with this ultraviolet light. They're, it's called biophotons. It's actually light that our cells produce. So they're actually, our cells actually generate ultraviolet light. And if ultraviolet light was so bad for us and so carcinogenic, why would it be so intimately intertwined with such a foundational process as the very birthing and expansion of life itself. The whole model that the dermatologists uh, are building on is, is a, it's a very precarious foundation. So when it comes to windows, now, because of various things, especially energy efficiency today, windows today are designed to block out a lot of the infrared because it's heat, infrared is heat. And so for air conditioning, you need more air conditioning and use more energy if you got more heat coming in. So they block out infrared and they say, we're gonna save this amount of energy. Now, save energy has to sort of be defined. Like, so, okay, we're gonna utilize less electricity to cool and keep the building at a reasonable temperature. But saving energy is a bit of, it's a bit inaccurate because biologically, and we're the conscious observers of our world and we're creating our reality and we're the ones, we're the ones who are affected by all these things and we're the ones who are trying to make the world a better place that we could inhabit in the future, right? And in doing these things to try to save energy, quote unquote, as they say, is we're actually directly depriving ourselves of near infrared light which is the most important energy source for our, our cells to function properly and generate energy. So in the name of saving energy, we're actually killing life. And I may add that the energy costs of hospitalization and all of the, not to mention the pain and suffering due to the death and disease cause, including all the cancer today, Alzheimer's disease, autoimmune diseases, uh, anxiety, depression, mental illness, which we see on display now in our country in a very sad recent s series of events. Um, that, beyond the energy savings, is that really worth it? 
I don't think so. And I think anyone who's who's thinking clearly would also think it's not worth it. But it's just that we don't know. It's just the information hasn't been brought out. And it's because it's probably probably because it's not a pharmaceutical drug that stands to make millions of dollars. It's just sunlight. You know, it's just the light. And like, sure, I of course I sell these glasses to protect people from harmful light, but I don't I don't necessarily have anything to like you know, make a profit off sunlight. Right? Yeah. Yeah, makes so much sense, man. And the way you framed it and just thinking about uh, the paradox between energy saving and losing ourselves in that, in our own energy production, something that's really powerful is thinking how UV is inherent in our own biological processes. Mm -hmm. The most like sacred creation of a new cell. And, uh, and we're supposed to protect ourselves from that. Crazy. It's like saying like, protect yourself from water. You're made of water, but protect yourself from water. Mm -hmm. um, what about then uh, uh, a sun a sun bed like a tanning bed? That's UV light though. Yeah, absolutely. So there's definitely varying opinions on this. I'm of the opinion that it's okay to use sun beds if used responsibly, meaning very short doses, uh, you know, even regularly, but very intelligently using short doses. And I could catch a lot of heat for saying that, but it's okay because, for example, I work with some of the leading light researchers in the world, one of whom. I'm working with to develop some really amazing products that are going to complement our in, in the way that our glasses are sort of a protection device. Mm -hmm. We're going to create devices that are actually sort of supplemental, but from a light perspective. Uh, and so, you know, these experts oftentimes consult with and work with these ultraviolet companies to make their products safer, right? And so they're are huge benefits to be had from these kinds of things. But I always recommend people to get out in the sun because it's a superior source. You know, like you, if you ask me what about red light therapy, I'd say it's great and it's only a piece of the spectrum and you're still going to be deficient if you don't get full spectrum daylight. In the same way, if you just get UVA from these tanning beds, you're going to be deficient in the rest of the spectrum if it's all you do. Now, interesting side note, there's a great book called Health and Light for anyone who wants to have like a super rudimentary, fun exposition of, or expose, I should say, of the impact of light on health. Health and Light by Dr. John Ott. And it's really great. Now, just to give a summary, Dr. John Ott was a time-lapse photographer for Walt Disney. And meaning people are familiar with time-lapse. You take a shot, you wait, you take a shot, you wait, and you stitch them together, and you can make something that happened over a longer period of time occur really quickly. Our phones have time-lapse, of course, mm -hmm. for sunsets and so on. Now, Walt Disney tasked Dr. Ott with making flowers dance, which was pretty cool. So he actually made flowers dance by increasing the moisture content in the air, which would cause the flowers to stand up and then to decrease it and they would wilt. And so he would have them up and down and up and down and then he would move the light, like the lights overhead and they would move left and right mm. and left and right. And so he made them dance, he made flowers dance. And it's actually in, I believe, a Walt Disney movie to this day called um, Secrets or Miracles of Nature, something like this. But anyway, Ott being a curious guy, started seeing that certain exposure to light, especially overnight, would affect things as simple as like the morning glory that opens in the morning. It wouldn't open anymore with exposure to light at night. And he started asking all these questions and testing everything with light on all these plants. And then he thought, well, everything I see has a huge effect. So why don't I look at animals? And then eventually when it was a little easier to do human studies, he also looked at humans. He looked at, at classes of children and where it was fluorescent lights all on, window blinds shut, no yeah. natural light, versus windows open, no fluorescent lights. And the classes of the kids under the fluorescent lights, and this is like 
I want to say the 70s, late 60s, early 70s, they just observed significantly more hyperactivity in the children. That long ago, just within the context. So one of the things that's interesting is light. I think people might consider, oh, I do, like with many things for health, we're told you do this, you do this, you do this. And over time, eventually you'll see an effect. And I think it's really interesting to consider, to bring it to the present moment, that the effects are immediate. They actually immediately affect our physiological functioning. So that's the reason I share this whole story of, of John Ott and his book is because regarding ultraviolet and tanning beds and so on, he, one of his anecdotes, the things he observed, was there was one restaurant, he lived in Chicago, and down it was down in the basement, and the whole place was lit up with UVA black light bulbs. So everyone's familiar with black light mm-hmm. party bulbs. You wear white, you shine out, you stick out. And so those are emitting a small amount of UVA and not enough that as I understand, they're considered super harmful by dermatologists, but I'm sure you could find some who say, even stay away from UVA. Anyway, so Blacklight, this this uh, this restaurant, he observed that the waiters never had a sick day. He actually had asked the management, like, hey, because he was studying light, and he, he thought there might be an effect of having UVA lights, which they rarely do in restaurants. He asked the management, is there anything you notice? And the manager said, we've never had anyone call out sick Ever. And it's been like we've been in operation 20 or 30 years. And, you know, it's just an anecdote, but based on his understanding and his research on the many things that ultraviolet light could do to improve cellular function, it seemed like kind of clear that that wasn't a coincidence. It was because that they always had this UVA light in an otherwise indoor environment. Super powerful. Because then you think about the other side, we have fluorescent light everywhere. All the offices that we go into most of the time at what level do you think fluorescent light is really affecting us? I would say, it's such a great way to put the question, I would say at the deepest level, the deepest level possible, because, you know, if we ask, well, if we talk about levels, let's say, you go down, 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 now how far can you go down? Well, you have, you know, you have the whole body, and then you have organs, and then you have tissues, uh, and then you have, you know, cells, and within the cells you have organelles and within the organelles and everything you have you go down as far to biomolecules then molecules then atoms atoms have to a deeper level subatomic particles and then they break those down and they understand wait a minute and this was einstein's famous e equals mc squared Mm -hmm. it's all just energy it's literally matter and energy are just two different frequencies on the same continuation matter we could say is like really slowed down and condensed light and that's sort of the premise that allowed for things like the atomic bomb to be created. So given that we are energy at the most fundamental levels and light interacts with what we call matter or slowed down light differently than it does just plain old light, but it literally is affecting us at the deepest cellular level. Now, that's not maybe necessarily the angle you were going for with the question, but it's affecting the way our cells function. I love what you said earlier that there, because I say this often, that it's very likely that the sun affects our body in ways that science will never be capable of understanding. But given such a massive, massive amount of data showing that the sun is good for us and that artificial lights are de- detrimental for our health and you know specific colors of light have huge impacts, it seems to be clear that the safe and intelligent bet with a lot of support behind it is to be in the sun more and that will function better like that. Now, that doesn't mean, and you asked earlier for people who who only have a certain amount of time and they're behind windows, you know, they only have a certain amount of time to get outside. 
doesn't mean we need to be outside all the time, but it would be really prudent. One of the researchers I work with, uh, who's been a top leader in the light world for decades in light therapy, says like minimum two hours per day of unfiltered sunlight exposure. Doesn't mean you have to be shirtless, but on your eyes. I also found this fascinating. Some 98, 99% of all the light that enters our body the electromagnetic light, like sunlight and blue light and so on, maybe we'll keep that separate from the conversation of spiritual light, but electromagnetic light, it's through the eye. 98 to 99% comes through our eyes. And it's interesting, it seems, wow, that seems like a lot because we also have so much more skin. But the skin at its core is ultimately blocking a lot more light than it's letting in. You know, even though we have mechanisms Another interesting thought. Why is it that when we go in the sun and we get UV light, it causes our blood vessels to vasodilate and it causes what's called dermal pooling, meaning all of the blood pools to the surface as if like a flower springing toward the light. That's exactly what our blood does when we go in the sun. Why would our body literally produce chemicals to bring all the blood to the surface of our skin as if to receive the light if the sun was so bad for us? Food for thought. So... Anyhow, um, I'm not sure even where I was before that, but we were clearly designed to be getting light. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for those folks who can't get out, it's, it's important to make a point. Oh, we were talking about 99, you know, light, light coming through our, our eyes, like a, it's black box radiator is one term that's used in physics for it. It's like a perfect, because it's black, it's absorbing all the light. So that, that's how so much of the light comes in, even though the pupil is tiny, tiny so much light is coming in. And actually, I love to use the analogy of like a phone charger. You plug that phone into the charger and it's sucking in juice from the outlet. When we're out the outdoors in natural daylight, our body is literally just taking in juice, power, energy from the sun. And it's a, it's a really beautiful thing. It, it, it affects our hormones, neurotransmitters. It affects really everything. Man, I mean, look, I feel your passion, but it is so legit. Because you're not coming here talking about your passion for origami. You're talking about your passion for something that is like omnipresent for all of us. And when you talk truth, and I'm a firm believer when you talk truth, uh, there's a part of all people, whether or not they're super closed up and restricted, that kind of tingles on the inside. They're like, shit, man, I think I think that guy's got a point. He's a little bit crazy, but I think he's got a point. <laughs> right? Amen. I, yeah. I mean, people have seen me like that. All They see me all the time. But... Uh, it's so real, like just to think about the importance of being in the sun in two hours a day, like minimum. When we hear that in the working society, in the modern culture, we're like two hours a day, I can't do that. How am I gonna do that? I mean, I have so many other things to do. I have to answer emails. How can I be outside for an hour? How, what is an easy way to start integrating life and sun together? Yeah, absolutely. So I have this protocol that I've sort of put together called the light diet. Now, we're not going to necessarily go through the whole thing. We, we may just by happenstance here, but the, the core steps for people would be morning sunlight, midday sun, and evening sun if they want to have the main effect of light. If they had to just get only a total of an hour, if you couldn't get two hours, I would recommend going out for between 15 to 20 minutes at sunrise, uh, 15 to 20 minutes in the middle of the day, and 15 to 20 minutes around sunset. And the sunrise and sunset set our body's rhythm. If you could only get one, I would pick sunrise because it kind of turns us on and wakes us up and gets everything going. Now, the midday sun has a lot more of the ultraviolet, and that's when we can make things like vitamin D and get the benefit of nitric oxide and a lot of other things through our eyes and skin. So 
midday sun is important for a whole different set of reasons than morning and evening sun, but all three create a nice trifecta. Now, the best thing to do would be for people to you know, get out if they can. For example, if you have to work inside, I'll do this even if, it's, if I'm in a place where it's really cold, which I'm often avoiding the cold, but sometimes I love the cold. But I'll go out every one to two hours for at least 10 to 15 minutes. So if it's two hours, I'll go out probably 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. But if it's one hour, I'll probably go out five to 10 minutes. And just keep getting that as part of my routine, having that as part of the routine because it allows me to function at a higher level. It allows me to maintain the benefits of the light. And it's such a part of my life now. You said, for example, I got to answer emails. Well, a great thing people can do is answer their emails outside. Or simple things people can do is really great, open a window. Just open the window so the screen isn't blocking the full spectrum, but the window glass itself is. Mm. I would also just recommend people see how you can change your life because it's it's such an important thing to have full spectrum sunlight for our body to function at its highest level, especially in this modern world where we're so often bombarded by not full spectrum light, artificial light, like LEDs, fluorescence, and screens, that it makes the sun that much more important for us. So people, I believe, ought to make a point in their life to understand that this is in many ways the giver of life energy. It's going to make them feel better. It's not like one of those things where it's like, oh, you shouldn't do this, or you shouldn't do that, because you'll get some benefit way down the road. I've had people turn to me and say, dude, since I started watching morning sunlight, like, it changed my life. Like, yeah. I feel amazing. And sometimes, because for me it was gradual, but because I was learning it and I was starting to integrate it slowly. Some people, they take what I share and they go all in and they, it changes their life. And they'll do things like they'll wear our glasses, especially at night, to protect their body's rhythm. And they'll sleep much better. And it's, it's a really great thing to start integrating into your life. So, you know, there's, there's more I could say. And, and I think we'll, we'll get there. But you have a book called The Light Diet? I actually don't yet, no. Okay, um, we're waiting on that. Yeah, I know, it's coming. So I've decided that I've been busy working on my business and focusing on that because there's a great, a great quote from the savant, the really intelligent uh, architect and uh, engineer, Buckminster Fuller. He said, if you want to give people a new way of thinking, don't bother trying to teach them. That'll never work. He says give them a tool, the use of which leads to new ways of thinking. Mm -hmm. And I understood that in a way that's why the universe slash God kind of gave me this business because I'm creating tools the, right now, the light protection eyewear, that people can feel the effects of how light affects their physiology. And then naturally they say, all right, I want to get in the sun because I know it's going to affect me. I am working on some shorter form versions of the light diet. I have a video course that's a video course with a PDF guide that's available on my website, rawoptics.com, but I'm going to redo it entirely and just turn it into a really simple, some PDFs, maybe an ebook. Now let's chat about something crucial that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, right? We have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s. And, and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, 
It's a quality brand, not only just with Omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or on your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Pure's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Pure is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Peori.com. Use my promo code DRG. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Peori. These days... These days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water, or kombucha, or coffee or tea. But not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And it's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes. Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick, yeah, okay, but for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting, and antioxidant benefits. The phytonutrients nurture my digestive system, the EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently, and the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see I'm glowing right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up, so easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash drg they're so confident that you're going to love it there's even a 30-day money-back guarantee no code at checkout just go to p-i-q-u-e-l-i-f-e.com slash drg you're going to get 15 percent off plus all those freebies one thing I, I do myself is anytime i have a call 15 minute call 20 minute call i walk around the block I walk around the block, I walk around the block, I come back inside. And then like an hour later, an hour and a half later, another one, I go around the block, I go around the block. So then I make sure, I do a morning walk too. I try to get the sun set, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes I just crash from work or I'm just like, I can't, I'm tired, I'm gonna just relax. But it's really, really helpful. Just getting creative and figuring out how to do that. Um, I know you're really passionate about us being light beings and I don't wanna close this without talking about. What does it mean and what's your connection to, aside from the sun as a life giver of light, what about us as light beings? How do we, you mentioned earlier, how do we expand our light selves? Yeah, so for me, uh, many years I was, uh, I had learned all this really great information about light and how it affects our physiology. And having been in the world of food and diets the years before that, I, I struggled a lot with just foods and and really, I, I believed that I believed what I read, and so I believed that food was the majority of the things we need to be doing for health. And so I would get on these super strict diets that really ultimately led me to 
hurt my own relationship with myself. I was, it was a very sort of negative cycle. And I think a lot of people have been there with food. So when I learned about light and that light is sort of more foundational to our physiology, not sort of, it is as a matter of fact to how our physiology functions because it, it affects how our biology ut- utilizes food. And all food ultimately is light broken down at its core. It's just sort of crystallized light that we break apart and free that light energy and use it for power. So it's really all about light. And yet after implementing a lot of these things we've just spoken about, I was still finding myself struggling pretty tremendously. And you know, I was still, uh, I have my business and I was sharing the message about the light and getting the sun and it, it helped me and it was helping others, but yet I was still having this internal struggle. Like something's not right. This theory can't be complete. There's gotta be something missing. And I just thought after I started to put more pieces together and remember the spiritual things I had read years ago from people like Ram Das, and then starting to look in the work of people like Dr. Joe Dispenza, who's a great teacher and friend now today, but uh, someone changing many lives. And then I started looking as a result of that into Paramahansa Yogananda, this Indian monk who came to the States and founded the Self-Realization Fellowship and taught of the unity between Hinduism and Christianity and uh, definite scientific techniques of meditation to realize God. I just started to understand like, this is the thing I'm missing. It's inner light. It's, It's cultivating the light that is who we are and that we could go out in the sun and get a bunch of energy and bring it into our biology. But the awareness right now that, you know, is speaking to you, me, and, and it's your awareness that's listening to me, I've come to sort of understand it as, as it, it's energy, really. You know, they talk, people talk about the soul, the spirit. It's, it's not material in the sense that we think about matter. It's something that's energetic. And, and in a way, we could use the term light to sort of understand it, even if it's even a let's say, a different kind of vibration, a different kind of energy from the light we see. Anyhow, so it just became clear. The focus has to be on the inner light. And if we don't have that component, as I was struggling with tremendously, we have nothing. We could take in all the light in the world, all the sunlight, and and still continue to struggle. So for me, my goal and my mission has become to align myself as as closely and directly as possible with uh, the energy force that governs all life. You know, Dr. Joe Dispenza will refer to it as the quantum field in his teachings to be very scientific from a quantum physics perspective. Uh, Other people refer to it just as the universe. You know, you could call it God. That's what people have called this force for ages, the force that kind of the, the very force that physicists, all scientists are seeking for the same thing. It's it's not necessarily something we can comprehend, but all physics is now at a place where it's trying to converge on a unifying theory that underlies everything. And the ancient yogis and saints, they didn't necessarily have the equations and the science worked out, but many of them, according to testimony from many saints and uh, of both of Christianity and of Hindu and other religions, you know, Islam and all sorts of religions, there were these people who just connected to something far greater and they came back a lot of the time to tell the tale. And to me, it became so inspiring to realize that there is some force that is within us and all around us all the time that is doing nothing but willing our existence and loving us into life, literally. Like it is, it is the force that keeps our heart beating. It is a force and people can call it whatever they want and they can personify it like certain religions do or not personify it and call it the quantum field, whatever they want but there's something there. 
And I started to realize that there are these masters who have understood just in the same way that when you drop a ball and you do, you know, there are certain things we do and physics could perfectly measure the rate of acceleration and when it's going to hit the ground and you launch a rocket ship like Elon Musk does all day long. There's certain things Newtonian classical standard physics could predict. But one of the things that no science has been able to help us with is how to live a good life. And that became the question for me is like, I just want to live a good life. I have this business, I have money coming in, I have the freedom to do whatever I want. And I understood that money doesn't bring happiness. Personally, I vis it's one thing to think the cliche, yeah, like yeah, yeah. people say money won't make you happy, but to feel it, to really feel like money isn't making me happy and I'm, I'm making more than I could have asked for as a 19 year old, this was like three years ago, four years ago, I just, I started to realize there's gotta be, I just want to live a good life and how do I do that? And people like, whether it's Jesus Christ or people like Bhagavan Krishna in Hinduism or, you know, all sorts of saints have, have understood in human life things that are conducive to the expansion of life and the growth of life and things that are antagonistic to successful life. Like, you know, to not get into too much detail, but for example, I was, uh, I was raised in a divorced family and I intimately felt how a human is, is raised of uh, masculine and feminine, a positive and a negative energy that makes them whole. There are studies that show that if an infant separated from its parents long enough, they could actually die. There are studies where the infants have actually died in these studies. And so people can look this up. And so in, in an opposite way, we need that positive and negative yin-yang, masculine feminine energy to build a whole healthy human. And so parents being divorced, it's like the very foundation of your life is split and it creates, we could call it like broken people, people who go into the world like, you know, they look normal, but groping around like lost and so much misery and depression and sadness comes out of that. And so I started to understand like, wow, maybe all these teachings from these, what people now consider old school and nonsensical, maybe there's actually a scientific basis for that. And the science is beginning to catch up actually to a lot of this ancient wisdom. Ooh, man, and, and I'd love to see that it's unfolding so fast. I mean, and you mentioned Joe Dispenza pushing a lot of that, making it more culturally relevant, right? It's like, oh, this guy's hip to it, you know? And now we have, like, influencers who want to do the meditation program. I was like, cool. You know, like, uh, this is ancient stuff, but, you know, here we go again. Um, what, a, and what an honor it is to see your growth. I mean, I, I don't see you as a 19-year-old kid I met three years ago. I see you more in your power, and it's beautiful to, to witness that, right? And in, in, in human beings uh, overall, but to know that, yeah, you're bringing a product that's so important. You're preaching a part of the earth that we need to be a part of, but also you're radiating that light. And that is the most important part, because now people want to really listen because you are embodying that. And that's it. Like, if you embody it, then people will always be attracted and listen and open their hearts. And that's what you're achieving, man, so... Thank An honor so to have much, you brother. here, brother. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and I would leave I would leave a message that's a very powerful phrase or verse that I've I've been told. And this is something from the Christian Bible. But for those who aren't Christian, just take the words. And I wasn't raised Christian either. I've just started to find truth and it rings, like you said. And it's the message is to you know, it's that you're a being of light and it's to go let your light shine so that people around you can see that you are shining and that whatever that force is that's that's willing us all into life can also see that and when we you just know when you're aligned with that force people just you just feel it you're like i something's right right and you know when you're not 
And so it's a beautiful thing, and I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to be here and share these messages with you. Thank you. Bro, and you're radiating as well, brother. What an honor, man. Two radiant beings just doing their thing in the middle of a Friday. I love this. Hey, how do people find you? And again, what's the company? Yeah, the company is Raw Optics. And I got so, those glasses, by the way. Yeah, I yeah. wear them all the time. You see me with glasses on my stories? It's the Raw Optic ones. Go on, Thank sorry. you, brother. We're going to hook you up with some. We have some new really cool styles coming out that you'll I need like. the new swag, man. Yeah, I need we'll the new you, swag. We'll the, the, I, was, I had you in mind. So, so that's Raw Optics. That's R-A Optics, like Raw, the Egyptian god of sunlight. People can listen to our last episode for more info on that. But rawoptics.com, R-A, no W. You. And if people want to follow me and the company on Instagram, that's raw underscore optics for the company and the light diet for me. And follow me because I will be having this PDF guide, an ebook, something like that to summarize the light diet protocols. And if you want more detail, you can get it there. This is a really great place to start, but there people can go for Fantastic, more detail. Fantastic, brother, man. It's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. All the love to you. I, uh, maybe in another year, one calendar year, you're back here and we're I talking about that. more. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, brother. All right. <laughs>